HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode of Cutting the Curd is brought to you by Comté Cheese Association. Comté, an iconic cheese from the Jura Mountains of France, favored by cheesemongers and cheese lovers all over the world. Find out more at comté-usa.com. That's c-o-m-t-e-usa.com. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for opportunity to be here and uh, to give you some information about me and the uh, situation with cheese making in Ukraine now. My name is Olga Ternitska and uh, I'm from Ukraine. Last uh, three years I live in Kiev, but uh, actually live in other region more in Odessa, uh, also in Lugansk region a little bit, uh, and uh, there also make uh, cheeses. Uh, so my profession is uh, cheesemaker, and uh, uh, one more thing what I do, um, I'm also uh, from Ashgia. Uh, it's uh, uh, some special unique profession in Ukraine, um, not so popularized, for example, in France, uh, but I'm also... Uh, propose uh, for people uh, try uh, some types of cheeses and uh, uh, how to combine with wine, how to cut it, uh, how to choose uh, cheese, what uh, you taste, uh, uh, and uh, it will be more suit uh, for you. Mm. And also, I'm specializing uh, uh, of natural cheeses, uh, uh, what... Uh, uh, was produced uh, uh, with raw milk. Hello everyone, I am Carlos Escas and this is a special episode on the situation in Ukraine for cheese producers. We just heard from Olga, a Ukrainian cheesemaker now in refuge in Poland. Over the past couple of weeks, I have also talked to Oskana Chernova, who many of you know, as she represents Ukraine in the Supreme Jury of the World Cheese Awards. Hi. My name is Oksana Chernova. I am a cheese expert at the Prochise Academy in Ukraine and creator of an education program for cheesemongers and cheese sommelier. I am from Kyiv, uh, Ukraine, but uh, now I'm living in Bratislava with my children and we are now in safety. Today we will hear from Olga and Oksana, as well as from Andre and Alexander. They recorded their answers to my questions using their mobile phones because we were not able to establish a secure online connection for us to talk. 
the war has disrupted telephone and internet services in their country. Hello, my name is Oleksandr Ukrainets, director of the Milkmaster factory. I was born in and I currently reside in Kiev. I work in Blagoveshensk city in the region of Kirovograd, where the factory is located. Hello, my name is Andrzej Kulik. I worked as an accountant and auditor for many years. For the last three years, I have been a cheesemaker. I was born in Kharkiv. Now I'm staying in the city. My family, wife and children have temporarily moved abroad to Europe. To start the conversation, I asked them to tell me about their favorite Ukrainian cheese. And here's what they had to say. We will hear now from the milkmaster Oksana, Oleksandr and Olga. I really like fresh cheeses. My favorite one, of course, is mozzarella ball, which is produced from pasteurized cow milk. We produce this type of mozzarella at our milk master factory. I love consuming it with a super simple way in salads. My wife also cooks amazing pizzas with said mozzarella. Oh, favorite cheese. It's a little bit difficult question, but one of my favorite Ukrainian cheese uh, is uh, Gusurska Brinza. It's a fresh, relatively salty cheese, which is made from raw sheep milk at the high altitude in the Carpathian Mountains. The sheep are milked by hand, and the milk is filtered through uh, spruce branches. Uh, the easiest way to consume it, like it's spread it on bread. However, the most popular dish made with the cheese, Vareniki with Brinza. I produce more than 20 types of cheeses and more than five types of sour milk products in my cheese workshop. I usually use softly pasteurized milk for the preparation. My wife Katerina and I carefully select the whole range of cheese based on our taste of our customers and then slowly improve the recipes. It is difficult for me to choose the favorite one because each cheese has its place, time and mood for consumption. If we talk about the cheese that is most often present on my table, it is pasta ferrata cheeses. I really like working with this type of cheese in the whole range. Mozzarella, Sulunguni, Stracitella, Burrata, Cochocavallo, Chechil, and others. Ukrainian cheesemaking is uh, not so ancient as uh, in other European countries. Uh, so. Uh, there are uh, many young cheeses in Ukraine um, and uh, also uh, if you ask me what uh, most favorite uh, cheese for me, uh, maybe uh, I, I can tell you uh, several types uh, of cheeses. Uh, uh, first of one, of course, it's our uh, most ancient cheese, uh, Brinza. It's uh, 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 young uh, cheese uh, from uh, 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 goat or uh, part goat and uh, part sheep milk. Uh, it's very salty and uh, it can be uh, saved more than half a year. But in the same time, uh, uh, it is fresh cheese. Uh, so it uh, uh, make like twarok and uh, uh, then uh, to um, add uh, uh, many 
quantity of uh, salt. Um, the cheese uh, uh, was most popular in Ukraine, maybe. Uh, but uh, if uh, you ask me about uh, uh, modern farm cheese, uh, I can tell you that it's uh, uh, Narcis Carpat. Uh, it uh, cheese from west of Ukraine and uh, in region uh, uh, Zakarpatska uh, Oblast uh, in Hust there is one uh, cheese makery uh, that is most ancient in uh, Ukraine from modern uh, cheese makers it uh, more than 25 years and uh, they made uh, cheese uh, um, one goat of it is uh, 12 kilo and uh, uh, this cheese uh, uh, had uh, natural color and uh, made from uh, cow milk and uh, can be uh, 10, 12 uh, months uh, uh, before uh, they cut it and uh, uh, sell it uh, uh, for uh, two people. Olga shared with me her journey in cheese, including her connection to David Asher and her interest in natural cheese making, as well as her worry for other cheesemakers in the country still there. My cheese history is very long. I started interested in cheese uh, 10 years ago and uh, tried to make it uh, at home. Uh, first, uh, I decided to make uh, um, very difficult cheese uh, because uh, I like difficulties and uh, for me it was uh, an interesting adventure and uh, I'll, uh, I was made uh, uh, first camembert um, and uh, I made it just at home, uh, take uh, uh, good uh, qualified milk and uh, uh, use uh, bacteria that I uh, can find. Um, and. Uh, Every day I come to fridge, uh, look uh, how it is, what had happened. Uh, and uh, for me, it was so interesting, uh, so excited process that I start to make cheeses at home. And uh, uh, during this period, uh, I'm working uh, uh, like a journalist and uh, uh, working cook magazine. Uh, so... Uh, I start uh, uh, to give my cheeses to my friends, uh, to some chief from restaurant, and uh, uh, they uh, start propose me uh, to work uh, with cheeses and uh, start to make uh, it for for restaurant. And then I find one uh, you know, owner of restaurant who propose me uh, to make uh, some cheese makery place and uh, making fresh goat cheese uh, uh, from uh, to. Uh, him uh, uh, to their restaurants and uh, uh, so uh, uh, it uh, was a little bit uh, for me uh, difficult first uh, uh, but uh, it was long time ago so I start uh, to make uh, cheeses and uh, uh, start to uh, teach uh, uh, how to do it, uh, all uh, details of process uh, and, and uh, also have uh, uh, some possibility uh, to be uh, 
pupil uh, uh, from uh, uh, David Asher, uh, who uh, was invited in Ukraine um, and uh, also been uh, uh, in Litva and Latvia and uh, uh, study there, uh, cheesemakering. Um, and uh, uh, then I made in Ukraine uh, several types of cheesemaking places, uh, working with pasteurized milk, uh, with raw milk. Uh, um, and uh, in uh, some period understood uh, that people in Ukraine do not know anything about uh, natural cheeses and uh, I start to teach, teach people to understand how to understand cheeses. Um, and uh, start to make master classes for people how to choose cheese, how to cut cheese, how to save it at home, how to save it when you're working in kitchen. And uh, then uh, uh, decided uh, to make it more bigger and uh, start to uh, teach uh, uh, some people in uh, restaurants who work in restaurants how to use cheeses in uh, different uh, types of dishes uh, and uh, uh, then I uh, uh, made my own store of uh, uh, farm uh, craft Ukraine cheeses and uh, I have there more than 90 uh, unique cheeses from all over of Ukraine. Uh, so that's why I have connection with many Ukrainian cheesemakers and uh, I know uh, most of them and uh, uh, also uh, uh, looking what had happened uh, with some uh, different types of farms now and for me uh, it's very important uh, uh, to be sure that uh, uh, people who live in uh, during this war uh, can be safe and uh, uh, can uh, have opportunity to make uh, cheeses uh, more and uh, to uh, to have opportunity where to sell uh, these cheeses. Last year, uh, um, when I lived uh, in Kiev, uh, I have my own restaurant and also provide uh, some cheese degustation and com uh, compare cheeses and uh, have some... Uh, uh, special degustations, cheese and wine, beer and cheese, and so on. So uh, when I was uh, in Kiev before war, I plan to uh, make everything uh, that uh, Ukrainian uh, cheese uh, was most popular and uh, uh, try to make uh, uh, my uh, restaurant uh, more uh, popular and uh, also to provide some new ideas here um, and uh, think that I uh, continue to uh, make cheeses and uh, make degustation here. Uh, of course, uh, uh, now my plans uh, are changed uh, and uh, I must go away from Kiev uh, and also my restaurant is uh, uh, closed now and uh, I don't know uh, where and uh, how I uh, can find possibility to uh, make uh, this work again. Uh, so uh, um, I think uh, this war ruined many, many uh, lives and uh, also uh, now I uh, can continue uh, my uh, profession and uh, my uh, uh, special uh, 
plans that they have for uh, about me and my restaurant here uh, because in Kiev no possible to work uh, and uh, no possible to continue provide some new trends with cheese making and uh, also I can say that uh, no possible to buy uh, good farm cheeses uh, uh, because it's no connection uh, from other region um, you cannot uh, go just uh, by car and take it uh, because it's dangerous here um, and uh, also i want to say that uh, many ukrainians cheesemakers have problems now uh, with uh, uh, some providing uh, uh, and uh, uh, how to sell cheeses uh, where to sell it uh, how to make new cheeses uh, and uh, also have a problem uh, with bacteria, uh, with rennet, because they uh, cannot uh, buy it anywhere, uh, because many uh, stores uh, who working with it uh, close now. Um, and uh, I can uh, say that uh, many cheesemakers are really hero, and uh, they stay in dangerous region with animals. For now, Olga is planning to stay in Poland and has started working in a farm and planning to start making cheese again soon. She hopes to go back one day to Ukraine, but for right now, she's trying to stay safe. What about me? I uh, plan to stay in uh, Poland and uh, make uh, cheeses uh, there. And uh, also uh, people from Poland are very kind uh, and help me to find a place where I can uh, do it. and. Uh, uh, now uh, yeah, I'm working on farm uh, needs a local, it's uh, near uh, Verkhovitska Druga uh, and uh, uh, we also plan to make some uh, uh, school uh, from uh, to Poland uh, chefs of restaurant and uh, uh, for people who want to know uh, something more about uh, natural cheeses uh, and uh, uh, who want to take part uh, in uh, degustation. Uh, if you are in Poland or travel or want to visit uh, me or uh, want uh, to uh, connect me, uh, you also can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I think uh, here in podcast uh, you will see my Instagram. You can free uh, connect me uh, and uh, I will tell you more about situation in Ukraine or show uh, what types of cheeses I uh, made uh, now. Um, now people in Ukraine uh, need uh, support, unfortunately, but uh, uh, we have a, a very difficult situation in our country uh, and uh, uh, many volunteers from Poland and other countries uh, come uh, help us uh, and we all uh, waiting when it stopped uh, because it's a very horrible uh, thing with this war and uh, uh, we won't come back and want working in Ukraine want to uh, graduate our country of course and uh, graduate Ukrainian cheesemaker um, when it will be possible thank you so much uh, for attention uh, 
the pre-contact me uh, if you're interested more about uh, something of Ukrainian cheesemaker or some more details of this uh, situation. This episode of Cutting the Curd is brought to you by Conte Cheese Association. Conte Cheese Association represents the Conte PDO, Conte Protected Designation of Origin in the USA. Conte is a raw milk cooked pressed cheese from the Jura Mountains of France. There, every day, 2,500 family farms deliver milk to over 150 local cheesemaking facilities, or fruitiers. This milk must be transformed into Conte within 24 hours of milking to preserve the lactic microflora in the milk, ensuring the cheese's aromatic potential. About 105 gallons of milk are required to craft a single wheel of Conte. Conte takes time to acquire its flavors in the affinage cellars. After eight months of aging by dedicated affineurs on average, each wheel of Conte is graded and shipped to market. No wheel of Conte is the same. Its flavors speak to the pastures where the cows grazed, the season in which it was made, the particular craftsmanship of the cheesemaker, and the time spent in the aging cellar. Therefore, every wheel of Conte is unique. Learn more about Conte, an iconic cheese from the Jura Mountains of France, favored by cheesemongers and cheese lovers all over the world. Find out more at Conte-USA.com. That's C-O-M-T-E-U-S-A.com. Maybe you heard that there were plans for Ukraine to host the World Cheese Awards this year. A key player in bringing the awards to Eastern Europe is Oksana. I asked her about her plans for this year before the war started. Before the war, I had grandiose plans for this upcoming year. Firstly, we were planning to organize and host the World Cheese Awards for the first time in Eastern Europe. We wanted to invite numerous cheesemakers from around the globe and show them how beautiful and flourishing our country is. But most important, uh, how much potential it has for developing artisan cheesemaking. Uh, moreover, we were also planning to host our second annual Ukrainian festival, Proches Awards, within which we, clo- we chosen the best Ukrainian cheese, as well as the best cheese sommelier and cheesemongers. She wasn't the only one with big plans for 2022. Both the Milkmaster and Andre had big plans for the companies. Let's hear from them now. We are planning to launch a new product line, which include cream cheeses and smoked mozzarella, as well as a new wide range product line with a new lady. Our ambition for the year 2022 was to grow our production by 10 times. To achieve this goal, we should find a bigger location, implement the requirements for HACCP, increase staff, and look for alternative milk suppliers and new markets. We plan to sign a contract with a retail chain in Kharkiv by the end of February. Now we are on pause, but we will definitely return to realization of our plans after the war. As we all know, the cheese community is very close everywhere. 
and Ukraine is no exception. So I asked them if they have heard from other cheesemakers in the industry. Here is what they had to say. Over the past weeks, uh, we have gotten in contact with many cheesemakers and the main issues that they are currently facing are the problems that came up due to the fact that they are located in a currently occupied territory. They were forced to stop working because there are no meal deliveries and there are also those that have been forced to relocate. For example, one farmer from the Kharkiv region has completely shut down his production due to the fact that his farm was bombed by an airstrike from the Russian army. But since God, there are uh, some regions where is more or less calm and cheesemakers that are there at the moment have been uh, start making cheese based on a natural rennet. Uh, I think you understand they are made from dried and dense tightness of calves and goats. This is also because the deliveries of rennet and starters are currently unstable now. A lot of cheese factories in Kharkov have closed. They're facing problems with logistical links between milk suppliers and cheesemakers. There's also a problem with the supply of enzyme and fermentation agents because many suppliers have left the city. The same applies to supplies of other goods, from cheese, spices, and herbs to equipment and more. Those cheesemakers who have found the opportunity to continue working produce mainly cheese that don't require maturation. Now we have to build new supply chains in the B2B segment because online sales are currently not possible. Milk distributors are facing problems with realizing the raw material. We have been contacted by many milk producers who have never worked with us prior and sent a request for us to process the milk. Of course, we meet them in the middle from the first day of work. We have accepted and processed the remains of the raw milk. The main goal at the time was not working for profit, but rather supporting each other and maintaining the factory to keep functioning. Many production plants have been closed due to ongoing military action. For example, Lactalis Ukraine was forced to shut down two out of three of their production plants due to the damage they have attained from the bombing of the Russian army. I also asked Oksana what were the most immediate needs of cheesemakers in Ukraine today. I asked Andrew the same question and also what are the steps ahead? Here is what they had to say. Of course, apart from the peace, all cheesemakers in Ukraine want to be in safety. Their most urgent needs at the moment are to renew the landscape where their animals can graze, to have more stable deliveries and rent and starters to make their cheese, and of course, reliable logistics. Each one of us sincerely believes uh, that the most important factor uh, of all is obtaining victory. In order for everyone to be able to get back into doing that they love the most with the clear sky above our head. And I want to say uh, all people who listen to me, uh, thank you that listening. And um, after the war, I, all of us, 
invite to visit Ukraine. Thank you. Everything will be peace. We are facing a multitude of problems. Some appeared before the war, some appeared during it. Among them is the quality of milk, which is the basis for good quality cheese. We have a lack of milk and supply chains. Second problem being the promotion of Ukrainian craft cheeses in Ukraine and abroad. Third biggest problem is the logistics and distribution issues. Now we need to make special points of sale to make available the artisan cheese to the customer. The fourth problem being the lack of state or regional authorities which are able to support with preferential lending, taxation, assistance in land allocation and financing. At the beginning of the war, the state had already taken some steps in this direction. And the last problem being updating the legal framework in the field of milk processing and simplifying the requirements for small producers. In the notes for the show, I will include their Instagram accounts. Since we collected these answers, some things have changed, but a lot of things remain uncertain. I know that many in the industry are asking how they can help. We heard that rennet and other supplies are missing. I have contacted people in Ukraine to see how we could get those materials to cheesemakers, but it is not clear yet how we can directly help. For now, I will recommend donations to the World Central Kitchen to support refugees fleeing the conflict. Cheesemakers are resilient, but so many in Ukraine face an uncertain future. I thank you for listening, and please stay safe. Cutting the Curd is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritage radio network. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.